You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Jim. Stay with us after today's podcast for an exclusive preview of my audiobook. Every year, science fiction and fantasy fans and writers gather together for a few days of mutual admiration. It's called the Worldcon, and in 1980, the 38th Worldcon was held in Boston. I was there, microphone in hand, meeting some of the masters of sci-fi and fantasy. I'm Jim Metzner, and this is The Pulse of the Planet. It creates a small world in which for four days... Science fiction and fantasy fill it. Instead of being an outsider, as most of us are in the world generally, and a rather peculiar outsider, we are insiders at last. Just for a brief time, we have our own universe, and it's somehow very much the real thing to us. Everything else is outside. Isaac Asimov, one of the great writers of both science fiction and nonfiction. The Hugo Award winners are announced at the Worldcon, and in 1980, two Hugos were won by an author who would become one of the most popular fantasy writers in the world, George R.R. R. Martin. You have people all over the country who, uh, almost as a tribal right, attend these Worldcons every year. Science fiction writers are uniquely privileged in the amount of feedback that we get from our audience. Your average non-SF writer gets a couple fan letters a year, maybe, never meets anybody, never sees anybody. We get direct feedback. We come to these conventions, and there are all these fans to tell us how great we are or to say that our last book was crummy. So there's a kind of informality about this, a sense of everybody participating and being part of it. That's one of the charms of these conventions. We have some exciting news for our fans. Check out our website, PulsePlanet.com, for details. That's PulsePlanet.com. I'm Jim Metzner, and this is The Pulse of the Planet. As promised, here's an excerpt from Sacred Mounds, my first novel, a work of historical fiction and magical realism. Heading east now, towards the dawn, the trees thinned. On the horizon, the silhouette of a long hill appeared, its shape suggesting that it had been honed by men, like a giant flint-napped spearhead. And as they approached, the scale of the earthwork became more apparent. Thirty feet high, Lewis figured, maybe two football fields in length. They must be near the White Apple Village. Drawing closer, there was something vaguely organic about the mound as if a hive queen had stung the earth and this massive lump had sprung from the ground to be carved and cultivated by a horde of workers. It seemed incomplete, a foundation waiting for a building, a, a petroglyph ready for the sun to slant in a particular direction on a specific day, revealing hidden scripture. The mound was a blank canvas, an empty stage beckoning for players to be more alive on it than they are in life. Mount this hill if you are worthy of being here. 
Closer still, the shadowy outline turned brown-green in the half-light of morning. Lewis heard the faintest of rustles nearby. Then two lines of men emerged from the woods on either side of the path. Grey Turtle stopped and raised his hands. A ring of warriors armed with bows, arrows, and spears surrounded them. Thanks for listening. To order Sacred Mounds in print or audio, visit sacredmoundsnovel.com. That's sacredmoundsnovel.com.